You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141 951 1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a huge night for Scotland. Stevie Clark's side got up and running against Cyprus on Saturday but face an entirely different challenge in the form of Spain. The manager praised the impact of the likes of Scott McTominay and Ryan Christie off the bench at the weekend so who will get the nod tonight? And Norway are one up on Georgia as it stands in a game that could have a big impact on the table. I'm Gordon Duncan and joining me tonight you have Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson. It's got the feeling of a big night for his Gordon. A few occasions these big hitters come to town and we always look forward to it. We've put ourselves in a good position with a good win at the weekend. Can we carry that on again? A Spanish side who probably aren't as renowned as they once were but still will be very good. A big test ahead for our lads but we're right behind them. Yeah, looking forward to this. I'm going to start on a very confident uh, note tonight. I think we'll get something. I really do If we can get the right team The right formation You look at Spain Yes they'll come in as favourites Because they've got world class players Of course they have They've got off to a great start 3-0 against Norway But you look at teams like France For instance Going to Republic Iron last night Struggled to get that 1-0 victory I think we're playing with a lot of confidence Full house behind us Don't know about the pitch Don't know if it'll suit Spain or Scotland I'm going positive tonight Come on then 01419511025 What are you thinking? Are you feeling as positive as Gordon Diel Or is there a bit more concern in there? Quite often for us it's not the Scottish way I feel like there's a bit too much positivity at times You often fear the worst when that starts to happen But what are you thinking then ahead of tonight? Can Scotland get something? What's going to be key to it? How do you see the game panning out? And for about the next half hour or so it's your last chance to suggest your team So what should it look like? I don't think we'll see any change in goal Or anything like that We know Shea Adams dropped out the squad So what about those that came on at the weekend? Has McTominay forced his way in? If so, who drops out? Would you change anything else? Has Ryan Christie forced his way in? If so, who drops out? You have to assume Lyndon Dykes leads the line Unless you've got some other master plan up your sleeve Would you like to see any other changes in there Pick your team Give us your predictions All of the usual pre-match chat Right here 0141 And as always I think bonus points available If you're heading out to Hamden Because we are so jealous We are stuck in here And I always like to try and be part of your Build up to the big games You've maybe got us on in the car Or whatever in the bus Or in the train Or whatever it is So it's nice to uh, feel part of it Indulge us Pick up the phone and let us know what you're thinking if you're on your way to the game 01419511025 Might even be some youngsters going along Mark Hoping to witness that famous Scotland victory But you know it's that it's that type of an incentive there It's one of these results that if it does go to plan tonight You'll be rhyming it off like Paris 2007 Or Gary Caldwell against France when yeah. they came Or the Netherlands at Hamden Yeah well it's what happens when the big hitters come to town um, And we're underdogs of course tonight Because the Spanish historically have always been a, a top top side We remember the sides that won the World Cup and the Euros And they've never changed their style They may have changed personnel since then And they may not be as strong as those sides But they never changed their style Which always makes them an attractive opposition I'm sure the young fans going along cheering on Scotland tonight and hope we win will enjoy watching this Spanish side uh, and they can learn from that. But ultimately, we hope that our boys can match them in, in every department and, and get one. But it's going to be incredibly difficult. Team selection is going to be hugely important and formation 
Now Jim Duffy was saying at the weekend He thought Steve Clark might change I think you might have said Daz He might have changed as well I'm not too sure So that'll be interesting when the team lineup comes out Yes so 1419511025 What are you thinking about Scotland against Spain tonight? Are you confident? Are you fearing the worst? Are you somewhere in the middle? Who should play? What does your team look like? And anything else you think we've missed 01419511025 Give us a call right now Especially if you're on your way to Hamden Let's go there uh, And check in with our reporter Andrew McLean Who's going to set the scene Yeah all quiet at Hamden at the moment But I'm looking forward to 50,000 Packing this place out tonight Because it does always feel special When there are one of the bigger nations visiting here You'd expect the atmosphere To be up a few notches from Saturday The tempo on the pitch as well And hopefully it's a really good contest. Spain, of course, is one of the massive names in international football. Not quite the fourth they were a few years ago, but you just need to look at the quality in their side. Players from Barcelona, Real Madrid, Manchester City. It's still a massive test for Scotland against the top seeds in the group. And you know, you, you mentioned those two wins against France back in the Euro 2008 qualifiers. That's probably the last time that Scotland have beaten a European powerhouse. So it would be nice to get another one of them again. Wouldn't it? There was also plenty of debate on the show last night about team selection. Will it be the same formation? Who starts in midfield? Is it as simple as Lyndon Dykes leading the line? I will get you the team news in about half an hour, but I would expect plenty of debate before that. Also, just looking at the Scotland team at the moment, they're out on the pitch having a look at it. There has, of course, been quite a bit of heavy rain today. There was a lot of chat about the pitch on Saturday I think aesthetically it looks better than it did at the end of the game on Saturday, but I would expect that it probably will cut up uh, quite early on in the game. The players just assessing that at the moment. But as I say, I will give you the team news from Hamden as soon as I get it. 01419511025. That is the number you need. So come on, let's hear from you. Are you heading along to Hamden tonight? Would particularly love to get your thoughts on what you're expecting. Uh, from the big match Or you're settling down to watch it How are you feeling? Gordon Deal's very confident Which sort of worries me I must admit So how are you feeling? Are you as confident? Uh, would you tone it down a little bit? Or maybe you'll even go one step further Which will definitely uh, worry us And what about the team? As Andrew McLean quite rightly says There are a few issues there Has Scott McTominay forced his way in? Has Ryan Christie? That's fine Who are they going to replace? Is it Lyndon Dykes leading the line? Any changes in the back line? All of these big Game questions that we always ask on the big night of a game 01419511025 So come on, don't leave me stuck with Mark Wilson and Gordon DL That's what I ask of you Give us a call and get anything you need to off your chest I mean Andrew's quite right Mark You're going back to that sort of France game 2007 That sort of era Is is that is that the size of it? I mean you, you do think back to be fair that victory against Denmark In terms of like You know Sort of Rankings at the time And what they had just Done at the previous Euros and so on That that was outstanding With no disrespect to Denmark There's just something about The name You know There's that sort of reputation Even as good as they were They wouldn't go down as a A proper powerhouse yeah. Or a superpower Would a Spain do Even if You know They're, they're not the Spain that they used to no, be Is there something I, I think when, Attached to When in modern history more, Recent modern history that You know When they win the World Cup And they win the Euros And it's fresh in our mind I know it's a different squad But You still get the feeling That it's something special Something big And France Going back to France Where Gary Caldwell scores at home James McFadden scores away They had that Aura about them as well at that time And that's why that stood out As the result probably in my lifetime As being a Scotland fan So today 
I think that would be up there. Um, and to follow up what was a pretty dull performance, let's be honest, on Saturday until the last probably 15 minutes, to follow that up with a, a decent result against Spain, then Steve Clark is off to an absolute terrific start. Home games are always important in qualification campaigns. I mean, it's going to be difficult, but if we don't lose tonight, I think that's a, a real positive for us. I know what Mark's saying. Um, I look at Saturday's game. Wasn't the greatest, but the lot of positives was 3-0, clean sheet, and you can go on and on and on. I think we're a better side when we were, we're underdogs. You know, we're playing against a top-class side tonight. I think everybody expected us to beat Cyprus. At times we made heavy work of it. We never looked in trouble, let's be honest about it. I never thought for one minute the Cyprus were going to get a goal. Tonight is completely different because you've got to be concentrating, you've got to be on the ball for 90 plus minutes because they've got the quality that if you just lack that bit of concentration, they'll open you up. I think we're better at home when we mm. are underdogs and that's why I think I'm positive tonight for a result. You hear these sort of stock phrases or cliches or whatever you want to call them Mark getting banded about about you know sort of free hits and, and pressures off and you, you kind of get that but at the same time is it also are we now at the stage where you have to stop looking at it that way there's no real pride to be taken from just coming close and I, I don't want to sound all all cynical go all Hugh Keevans on you but ultimately look at the other nations who give these big teams a bloody nose. Yeah. You need to do it. If you want to get to where you want to be in a qualification group, you're probably going to need to do it. Because as we've seen, just sort of sitting back and making sure you beat all the other teams doesn't necessarily work out very no, well for you. you're me. right. You've got to have a, a standout result. We've got to beat one of these teams sometime. And I think the blueprint, and when you look at it right in our doorstep, is Wales. Wales, over the years... Went uh, punched, Croatia the other yeah, night away, uh, Of course, they? got the 92nd minute equaliser. So they have punched well above their weight. And we look at our, our team, our squad of players that we, we've amassed, and we think, well... I would I would fancy us against that well said. So we've got to stand up and be counted when it matters. And tonight is one that really matters. These these nights can be special, but again it'll come down to team mm. selection. We've certainly got the individuals, but we all need to be in top of our game to beat that Spanish side. Let's bring in Joshua from Bears Den. What are you thinking about tonight, Joshua? Oh, I can't actually hold on. We've got a little technical hitch, but it'll be solved in about ten seconds when producer Chris works his magic. And I'll bring Joshua oh, in no. Give him that the big build problem. Gave Joshua the big build <laughs> We did It's all good It's all done Told you he was quick uh, Joshua how are you feeling about tonight? Well I'm good to be confident for my team But Spain are a very good team Who's going to be the main man for Scotland? Um, it could be either Scott McTominay or John McGinn well, listen, the name, the, the McGinn name sort of rolls off the, the tongue in answer to that question, Mark. Yet again, at the weekend, stepping up, he's climbing that all-time Scotland leading goalscorer's chart. He's past James McFadden. He's closing in on Kenny Miller and Ali McCoist. He is an absolute talisman for Scotland, isn't he? Yeah, and those names you're rhyming off here. John McGinn, a midfielder uh, as well, into the bargain. So it shows how... How well he's done in the Scotland shirt How much pride he takes playing for his country uh, And how much he turns up in the big stage And I keep going back to it Tonight is one of the bigger stages And we're going to need him I'll be interested to see where he plays Because obviously at the weekend He played very very close to Adams um, And Armstrong as well I wonder if he'll be a wee bit deeper 
Why would you though? Does he not simply well, have I, to be there? Now I know, and I'm just thinking of personnel. If Steve Clark goes for a say Ryan Christie to to play off Dykes, which has been successful in the past, maybe McGinn would just drop mm. into a wee bit deeper. Because remember, it's a different game when we've got the majority of the ball at the weekend. We are going to need sure. a solid. Every plays a five. We are going to need a solid five. Yeah. And that that is true, Gordon. But again, at the same time, if is there not a school of thought that if we've got any chance of hurting Spain? Chances are McGinn needs to be as close to that Spanish goal as possible Because Lyndon Dykes is not necessarily uh, prolific um, in club form at the moment Does a good job But surely we need to, to try and bolster that I, attacking option I take on board what Mark's saying I've, got, I've actually got my team playing off Dykes uh, Because I think pulling them back into a midfield three Which I think we'll go with tonight, Gordon Takes away from that threat I know he can still make the runs But I like giving him that free roll off the centre forward Like he did at the weekend To get in the box Time his runs and get on the end of things Steve Clark said um, in his press conference about You know we worked on attacking against Cyprus We're working on defending tonight In shape obviously So I think one of the attacking players Like Armstrong Will not start tonight I think he'll go for a more defensive Unit in the three And if he's got to do that I would like to see McGinn Not in that three I like him off Dykes um, Joshua Explain the thinking behind Scott McTominay I mean it might be fairly obvious After the weekend But what, you think he's definitely forced his way in? Well his two goals were absolutely stunning And I love the way he controls the ball It's, it's, just, it's absolutely brilliant <laughs> Yeah I mean do you think Gordon is it any football match You throw subs on Maybe throws harsh um, It makes it sound like It was a mm. You know Complete guessing game But you put subs on They make the impact He did It's not Ludicrous to suggest He has then earned a place The following game Is that is it as simple as that for you? No, well sometimes The subs come on and, and they do so well But They're not automatically picked But I've got to say I'll be very surprised I've got McTominay As a stick on tonight In the middle of the part I think he's a big game player for us I think he's got so much in his locker He scored two goals at weekend His confidence must be sky high um, He's got the ability to put his foot in the ball He's he's a danger at threats With his height as well, Gordon um, So I think tonight In a game as important as this Against a top quality side McTominay is a stick on have to agree with that Yep Written down my team here McTominay is in the midfield area I just think You know uh, Joshua makes good points see, see the way he can Dictate Play How comfortable he is on the ball um, The experience he's gained At playing at a top club And uh, top competition Then I think we're going to need to draw on that Tonight We're going to have to be comfortable In possession In the middle of the pitch And we've certainly got that with McGregor um, and I think McTominay will certainly add to that Whether he plays Jack is the one for me If Jack sticks with McGregor and it's McTominay in there alongside him Or if he drops out and the team I've got written down is Christie in there Playing off so, Dykes with McGinn So Ryan Jack doesn't keep his place? That's what I, I've got But I'm guessing you're different with a look in your face I've got roughly the same But I've got a question Matt I don't know how good he is uh, or where he'll play tonight Because I'm thinking If you're going to try and win that middle part I don't know if he'll go Jack McGregor, McTominay, McGinn off Dykes Right? And I think he'll stick with the 3-5 the, the three at the back and the two wing backs I know Marts went for Patterson That's another one that we're debating Or Hickey I don't think Hickey was that bad I think um, he'll stick with Hickey 
Um, but it's just in the middle of the park. Where's your energy coming from if neither Christie nor Armstrong play? I think it comes from obviously McGinn. I think it comes from your two wing backs getting up. I think McTominay showed at the weekend he's capable of getting into the box from deeper areas. I just don't. I, 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 Christie would be. I, I like Christie. I think he made, especially at the weekend, I thought he'd come on, he livened it up, he, he got involved in everything, he works hard. But I think if you go with. McGinn at the, in the three I think that takes away your strength I would rather see McGinn up there He might even go with a, a McGinn and Christie Off dates and, and, and go for it But the way he's talking I don't think he will I think that's why it's such an interesting team uh, Line-up tonight I'm desperate to hear How Steve Clark's going to go with this hmm. Well I, I, I get what you're saying about McGinn You know you, you're taking away I would agree with that You're taking away But I'm with Gordon When he asks you where the energy is coming from. I think the way Christie and Dykes have played in the past, I think you saw a glimpse of that at the weekend. It, it seemed to go up a notch. There was when an they accusation that it was all about one pace at the weekend until, until, until they came on, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's fair, if that's something you agree with, but certainly a lot of people said well, that. Well, I, I, I said at the time we needed someone to go and commit someone and, and take the game with a scruff and an neck and go buy some. Now, I'm not saying Christie come on and, and jink by three or four players, but he certainly added something. You, you look at the way he pressed the ball and got it back in the corner and crossed it to Dykes. There seems to be a relationship there. And I just think, well, you can't drop John McGinn, obviously. So, uh, for me, defensively, he would drop deeper. Now, that's not to say when we're in possession, he doesn't do what Daz says. He goes up and plays behind Dykes alongside Christie. I think that would be more likely... But defensively, I think we're going to have to have a solid five I think, across the gaps. I think 90% of Scotland fans going along to Hamden tonight listening to the shows probably went with the, the McGinn, McGregor, McTominay with Christie off Dykes. I can totally understand that. But me personally, I, I think that listening to Steve Clark talking about we need to work on the defensive part of their game now because the attacking part was against Cyprus. They were favourite. They had the majority of the ball. They might not get that luxury tonight. I don't know if he'll go with a more solid in there. Now, you're talking about energy. I think you've got great energy from the left-hand side with Tierney and Robertson breaking forward when they want. Your right wing-back, where it be Hickey or Patterson, can break forward. McTominay, I think, has got terrific energy for the middle of the park. You've got McGinn, who is absolutely brilliant, and then you've got the hustle and bustle of Dykes up front. I think that's a, a balance Thank you Joshua Enjoy the game 01419511025 What are you thinking then? Are you agreeing or disagreeing With what you've heard? This is the time to tell us Good time to call We'll try and get you on next You are the voice of Scottish football Call 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 01419511025 As always So let's hear from you please What are you thinking about Scotland-Spain tonight? Can Scotland get a famous result? How confident are you? Are you fearing the worst? Or are you somewhere in the middle? And who should play? Get on here and pick your team uh, And let us know all your thoughts Come on, we're all brilliant managers aren't we? When we're not actually having to make those decisions for real Georgia have equalised against Norway So 65 minutes gone Georgia won Norway won Safe to say that's a result that would suit Scotland down to the ground? Yeah, and I've got to say, watching the game just behind you, Gordon, on the big screen, 
Georgia in the second half have been excellent. They look at a real decent team and they're causing Norway all sorts of problems. Yeah, 1-1, we'd be happy with that. It's so early, Mark. You have to obviously make sure you go and deal with both respectively. But, if you know, if you had your... You had your choice this evening Would that be the ideal outcome? Oh, uh, of course I mean especially with the Norwegian side Losing at the weekend And then if they get drop points here again then Of course it's a perfect start for us But we need to take care of our own business I kept saying on Saturday That international football's changed a lot In the last decade Teams like Georgia Are no longer the walkovers that they once were Well let's be honest We've never found Georgia to be a walkover As you well exactly. know Exactly yeah Yeah good point But they've got some very very good players on their side So that's going to be a dangerous one for us When the time comes Yeah because you know When news of Erling Haaland's withdrawal from the squad mm. There was a school of thought oh, This is typical Because he'll be available against Scotland no doubt mm. But at the same time People did say Well maybe it gives Georgia a better chance Of getting something against Norway And, and that may well suit Scotland I know it's so early Gordon it, mm. It's too early to be obsessing over other results But these groups aren't that long You are looking for things to, to sort of start going in your favour Early on Whether that's what you can control But also what you can't Yeah, exactly I think uh, Mark quite rightly says It's early on uh, It started at the weekend We got the three points We need to focus on tonight It's got to be really difficult I don't think Steve Clark will have Georgia on his mind just now so dear, I'll just dear, need to wait. Good. Do you realise laughing at your own jokes <laughs> is like widely regarded as absolutely <laughs> wrong in behaviour? I'm celebrating, <laughs> punching oh. there, celebrating there for the people <laughs> who can't see him. I had to get that. Isn't in. Funny? I, I, I know it wasn't. So good. To so get I would have been better if you I sung was, it. I was gonna, but I thought no, I'll just ruin it. But come on, there'll be people going along to Hamden having a wee giggle going, that's made my night on my go. (laughs) Wow. Let's hope Scotland's... (laughs) You're in trouble. Let's hope Scotland's performance... That's a goal! That's another goal! That's a replay you're watching. No, it's not. Yes, Tell me that's not a replay. (laughs) Tell me I've no fallen into that trap. That's 2-1. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Mark. That's not a replay. (laughs) Oh, it is a replay. Oh. <laughs> I'm turning this guy's mic off 01419511025 John Is on the line John Spain are they the force They once were Are you fearful of them How do you sum up tonight No I, I, I spoke to the producer there. I, I, I think we're in A right good chance tonight We are getting a result Spain are not the team They used to be As I say You would have to ask me Any of the names that They used to be You could be up right from All half years ago Like Xavi any extra, etc. But to me, I, I could tally that very many of them after. They're not household names as such. But I, I still think we, we should even listen to you near now, Gordon, about Georgia one each. I think maybe that Steve Clark may up in his mind if that ends up a draw. You could maybe have a wee free hit tonight, you know what I mean? To have a go if more of the drop points sort of away for the Georgia. But as Mark said, there are no mugs now at Georgia. But I just still, I think we've got a right good chance tonight. So I do. I think if they play the right team and the right. Um, Positioning man I think we've got a right good chance Yeah it's interesting Mark Let's be all State the obvious here They clearly are not The force they once were Because they won the World Cup And they won Was it back to back Euros Either side of the World Cup I think so Something along those lines They were one of the Arguably For people of my age One of the greatest International sides In in my lifetime Yeah You'd have to say that And the way they played as well Um so they're not that If you go back to the World Cup 
How are you supposed to gauge? They beat Costa Rica 7-0 And that day I was thinking Oh my goodness This lot are They're back They're unbelievable They of course then lost Against Japan You know they got put out um, Was it on penalties against Morocco Drew with Germany So yes They don't have the household names that, that John mentions of the past But some things never change That day in the World Cup When they lost to Japan They had 83% possession <laughs> And lost yeah, the game it. So those things don't change No of course And I won't change tonight I mean the team that they've got At the minute Of course isn't Doesn't resemble The World Cup winning team Or the Euros team That was largely made up uh, Mostly that Barcelona team That exceptional Barcelona team With a few Real Madrid players <laughs> wasn't a bad mix. In the mix So it was a good mix But listen They've still got You look Carvajal Laporte Obviously Rodri Then you've got the boy Gavi so, Unbelievable players in there As well But yeah, and they'll stick to the same style, Gordon, as we've seen yeah. from previous Spanish style. That is the danger. We are going to have to spend mm. a long, long time without the ball, and that's why Steve Clark mentioned he was working on defending because getting your positioning right is going to be key. Hold your thoughts, John. Andrew McLean has the team after all the predictions, all the pre-match talk. Who has got it right, Andrew McLean? Yeah, well, Steve Clark has made three changes from the side that beat Cyprus at the weekend. Out go Ryan Jack, Stuart Armstrong and, of course, Shea Adams, who's dropped out the squad altogether. In come Scott McTominay, Ryan Christie and Lyndon Dykes. So it's going to be Angus Gunn starting in goal. The back three, Ryan Porteous, Grant Hanley and Kieran Tierney. The wing-backs, Aaron Hickey on the right, Andy Robertson on the left. Then in midfield, Scott McTominay, Callum McGregor. You've got John McGinn and Ryan Christie supporting Lyndon Dykes. The substitutes, Kelly, Clark, Patterson, Shankland, Hyam, Gilmore, Cooper, Armstrong, Ferguson, Brown, Jack and McLean. I've got the Spain team as well. It is Chelsea goalkeeper Kepa that starts for them. The back four, Pedro Porro. It's David Garcia, Inigo Martinez and Jose Gaia. The two holding midfielders, Rodri of Manchester City, of course, and Mikel Marino. The three in behind the striker, Jeremy Pino, Danny Ceballos, and alongside them, Mikel Oyadabal, and it is Hosselu who starts up front. So I think that is, well, most of the team has been changed from that win at the weekend for them. The substitutes, Sanchez, Raya, Nacho, Laporte, Morata, Ruiz, Gavi, Iglesias, Aspas, Williams, Carvajal and Zubamendi. There we have it. Who got the team right? Or are you both one out? Uh, one out. One out. Both, both of you both one out. Is, yeah. So it's... Either way, look, that's not a hugely surprising team Everybody, I think, thought Well, yeah, everyone thought Scott McTominay would come in And he does Most people thought Ryan Christie would come in And he does There is no change at the back Lyndon Dykes kind of had to replace mm. Shea Adams has dropped out the squad altogether So you could say Ryan Jack's maybe been a bit hard done by to drop out You could say that You know, I mean, Stuart Armstrong played at the weekend But again, I don't think there's there's not going to be a huge debate on that team, is there, at this point? I don't think so. I think the, the players that have come in are more than capable. Um, some may be expected. I always thought that McTominay would play this game. That's even before he you scored his couple fair. of goals. Yeah, you said I, that. I thought, he would, I thought he's a perfect fit for something like this. I, I mentioned it before. The level he plays at, I know he doesn't play every week for Man United, but when he does play, he's playing at the highest level. He's He's got the right temperament for this sort of occasion. Very good in the ball, very comfortable So we're going to need people like that in there Him paired with McGregor And I think McGinn just sitting a wee bit in front of them Will be a good three for us And like we said before I think McGinn will then get promoted To play alongside Christie And behind Dykes when we're in possession So pretty positive uh, just, just quite. I, I wonder if it's the same formation for the weekend As in McGinn instead of dropping in as a three 
he's going to play with McGinn and Christie where they played McGinn and Armstrong and see if he does that I don't think Swarton fans can complain because that's positive that's an attacking mm. attacking side um, John there's two Johns on the line but the one who we already spoke to what do you make of that team whilst you were hanging on I, I think that's a great team as Gordon says it's like for like with Armstrong and Christie I think that's a very positive team. I think they could do the damage there. No, McGinn's pushing on. But can I make a quick point, Gordon? I try to go on there later about this, about the state of the Hamden pitch third day. See, for in a, a couple of weeks, right, for the Rangers and Celtic semi final, do I think it'd be more viable for Inverness and Falkirk? I know maybe it takes away the Hamden thing for them, but they're not going to fill Hamden, obviously, right? So I think it'd be more viable if they played at Easter Road and Tencastle. Because you don't know what the state the park's going to mm. be for the next day. Yeah, why, why, why should they though, John? I mean, why should they? I, I get you've got your Celtic hat on. We all know it's a big fixture and lots of eyes on it. But what you just act, listen, two wee teams, don't worry about them. They've reached the cup. We'll just move them. We'll get our day at Hamden and they can just play elsewhere so the pitch is nice for us. <laughs> well, obviously, I wanted it to be good for us the way we play, you know what I mean? At least you've admitted it, John. <laughs> I, I just don't see it standing up to much scrutiny. I mean, we had the Falkirk chief exec on. Uh, last week Mark Wilson uh, He uh, wasn't uh, buying it If there was a genuine If there was a genuine desire From those teams to do it It would be different But there's not And The argument of So we keep the pitch nice For Rangers and Celtic That is not going to fly no, I'm sorry no. I, I, get, I get that most of our listeners Will probably agree with the sentiment yeah. But come on No you're right It has to be driven by the teams And if there was any appetite From the teams to do it Then fine But it's not This is purely I think selfish from fans <laughs> Um, wanting the pitch in pristine condition John's laughing way, because he knows it's It'll be cut up in the warm up anyway So it doesn't matter if somebody's played in it the day before or not um, Let's Bring in another John on the line John, what are you thinking ahead of tonight? I think this, a lot of Scotland fans are too confident And they're suffering from a bit of Argentina symptoms Oh yeah, I mean I don't know if it goes quite that far um, But I, I, I do I do wonder Gordon, you know We are used to sort of Doing ourselves down Being negative And pessimistic And generally speaking We probably should work on that We probably should have A bit more hope But It's um, It does still feel That little bit uncomfortable It's still Spain It is still A very very good and Team Are people being too confident Norway Have Missed, missed an absolute set up <laughs> no, Against Georgia no, Sorry. I, 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 I don't blame Scotland fans For being confident Look Nobody is kidding herself on This is going to be a real test There's no doubt I think that jo- The other John First John was talking about The state of Hamden pitch That'll cut up It'll not be a fast pitch Where Spain Who are brilliant on the ball Can knock that ball about And fizz it about And move It's not going to be like that You've seen that at the weekend I think it suited Cyprus more than Scotland Because I think we've got better players That can knock the ball about Better in Cyprus And we really didn't achieve that um, I just think that there's a confidence grown within the squad as well, Gordon. Mm. I think that everyone knows their jobs. Everybody will need to do their jobs to 100% tonight. They're going to get anything. I've just got a feeling that I'm not saying we're going to win the game. I think that we could, you know, on a night, could get a draw here tonight. John, how do we strike this balance? Because you're you're obviously right and. To people of a certain generation Not mine But the talk of Argentina You know it sends Shivers down the spine That level of optimism But Should we not start being a little bit A little bit more optimistic and Instead of fearing the worst Is this group I'm not saying they've achieved Greatness But Have they not achieved enough Over the last couple of years For her to At least put a bit of faith behind them 
Yeah, they have. The, 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 the current squad's really done well, but the fact is, it's the build up and saying if we get see if we can beat the night to say no, they'll be on tomorrow night or giving it the oh we should have done this we're not good enough or not good enough we're a good side but we need to be realistic in who we're up against you know they, they took apart uh, Norway the other day we only played uh, Cyprus no disrespect so there's a, there's a big difference in opposition yeah I mean that's fair Norway had chances in that game and similarly to what we did to Cyprus um, I think Spain it was 1-0 with about 84 minutes gone wasn't it yeah scored too late on Um Incidentally, Andrew McLean, if he's still with us Are they taking us lightly? Because you look at some of the names they've left out And the number of changes they've made Oh, he's not He's mm, not there he's I don't away. know where he's gone he's uh, away same, Oh, he's away downstairs for a heat Same question to you though uh, Same question to you though, Mark Wilson I mean, they have They've made yeah. numerous changes Well, I quite Gavies like on that the bench. I, Of course, some of the names that I just read it Five minutes ago I hardly any of them are playing And Maratha through the middle, of course That we all know um, That's a that's a positive thing for us But I mean, John uh, John's got a point We can't over-egg ourselves a bit It's been a great one against Cyprus at the weekend But when we go back to the Czech Republic And we go back to Croatia and the Euros And every, I was one of the ones that sat there and hyped us up We've got a real good squad sure. And we fell flat on the big occasion We can't let that happen tonight I'll go back to the start of the show When we're saying These big games We've got mm-hmm. to get a victory Sometime There's got to be a Steve Clark result That mm-hmm. he's remembered it's a standout occasion I would love it to be tonight Because yep. it gets us off To a perfect start John do you think They're taking Scotland lightly Having made so many changes Well I hope so I really do hope so And I hope it comes back To bite them <laughs> Yeah it's interesting Mark Because I Otherwise I know, I, I know they're in a Slightly transitional period as well And changes had been made After the World Cup And maybe this goes back To John I And mean, maybe we've got Our inflated self uh, Inflated sense of ourselves Maybe elsewhere People don't um, Sort of believe that But for, To come to somewhere Like Camden Know that in the last Few months Denmark Have been Dismantled there Ukraine In one of the games Were dismantled there Yeah um, It's interesting That they've made well, so it many interesting. changes It could be One or two things They're taking as lightly Or the manager his full faith in his yeah, squad he that he right thinks the reserves pick us apart. So. Exactly. Maybe he's playing the pitch. Maybe he's looked at the pitch and thought, do you know what? I might have to go a little bit quicker to the front men and don't, play. Don't, a... I don't think they do that uh, under uh, any circumstances. Well, Gordon, uh, modern day football now, I think good coaches and, and staff take everything into consideration. Oh, not doubt that, but I also think modern football now, the top teams, the top coaches, don't change their game plan for uh, anyone. Well, I'll, be, I'll be interesting tonight to see how... You, I mean, come on, you're a City I'm, legend. I'm, I'm the, not... the City rock up at somewhere difficult and decide to just pump the ball up the park? Well, they, never. They, they could play different players to maybe play... Instead Would their style of, ever change Instead them? of playing the two or three passes, they could play the two and the one pass. That's what I'm saying to you. I'm not saying they're going to lump the Excuse ball me. quicker. Does two and one not add up to three? <laughs> No, three passes instead of the two or the one pass. You're having a shocker. You th- <laughs> so instead of taking one, two, three touch and then playing it forward, they could take one, two forward, one forward. What is there he on go. about? In the politest way possible. Thank you to John on the line. Two Johns, 01419511025. You've heard the team. Is that the team you would have picked or would you have done something different? Let us know right now. 
0141 951 1025. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Dale, Mark Wilson, both here, both excited. An hour to go until kickoff between Scotland and Spain. The teams are out. It's three changes for Scotland. Scott McTominay, Lyndon Dykes and Ryan Christie come in. Uh, Ryan Jack, Stuart Armstrong and Shea Adams uh, dropping out. Not overly surprising. I don't think there'll be huge drama attached to that selection, but you can please uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's what we're here for. And as for Spain, eight changes from the team that beat Norway at the weekend. Only the goalkeeper and two others Keep their place There's still plenty of talent Obviously um, But eight changes Which is quite remarkable You have to say um, Let's bring in Stevie Who's on the line What are you thinking Stevie Now you've sort of heard the teams uh, Obviously not me Not the, the one I'm not happy about Is Dykes Playing mate Not me and Gunn You know what I mean So, so yeah, I just think obviously Xander Clark should have started tonight Not me and me big Prominent goalkeeper, not me north. Um, again, playing at Hearts, he, he can he can mix it up, guys. Not me north. So sometimes Hearts dominate the game, and then he's called upon. Mm-hmm. Not me north. Like, with ten minutes to go, his concentration levels there, and he delivers. And then when Hearts play Celtic Rangers, not me north. Then again, they're busy as usual. He's always kept on his toes, and I think the Spain that would be the perfect blend. Guns untried. I mean, I was here on Saturday, boys, and he'd done nothing. There wasn't anything there that just impressed me. Xander Clark's uncapped as well, though, isn't he? How's he? You know, is he more tried than than Angus Gunn? And once Angus Gunn got the nod at the weekend, and I know you're saying he was quiet, but he didn't do anything wrong. So I mean, he was always playing tonight, was he not? No, not really, mate. Because at the end of the day, Kelly and Clark have. have I mean, I've been picked in the squad, mate. I mean, I've been talking about it for the last two days. I've been picked for every squad that we know we, John McLaughlin, we, obviously, Greg Gordon. And then they bring some guy who was playing me England, that been under 12s, 14s, and just brings him in. Now, two goalkeepers, what was that, coach keepers? So you said, well, we must be in with a shout, boys. You know what I mean? And then he brings somebody in and he just plays them, just like going, hold on a minute. Yeah, I, I, that, there's two things here, though. There's that, that's that sort of. Emotional I don't know if it goes as far as Moral argument You know about Angus Gunn's allegiance And whatever But you've certainly Like it or lump it You've had to get over that Because firstly He was named in the squad And secondly He played at the weekend Gordon So Stevie might feel differently But there was no doubt He was playing tonight Was there? Yeah um, Oh, I would have been surprised If he'd have picked MDLs I think that What we've taken out of uh, the weekend and tonight that Gunn's right at this moment holds the number one jersey and it's up to Kelly and Xander Clark to hope that something happens well not for us but you know if something happens and they get their opportunity again and, and claim the spot but just now Steve Clark has looked at the three goalkeepers and decided that because three of them were uncapped it's not like he's went with experience three of them are uncapped he prefers Gunn I think that pfft, Look, uh, Stevie says he done nothing at the weekend. Yes, of course, that was because we dominated most of the game. And I hope that we have the same problem tonight, that he does nothing. But I don't think that'll be the case. So because they the will th- get tested. I suppose the problem with Stevie's theory, Mark, would be that, f- fine, you're, you're then, you would then be putting Xander Clark, uh, after all Stevie's worries about Angus Gunn being untested, you'd be putting Xander Clark in for his international debut against Spain. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Steve Clark, you know, made his decision at the weekend, and that's the way it's going to remain. Like Daz says, until 
he does something wrong. Um, look, I was with Stevie. I, I had the argument last week that I thought Xander Clark would play. I think the two of them are terrific goalkeepers. We then were looking at, we were digging into save percentages and there's very little between them. Zan, uh, Angus Gunn just nudging it ahead of Xander Clark, so he's got one up in that respect. But it could have been any of them. But Steve Clark chose Gunn and... Like Gunn says, it's it's his to throw away uh, or to do something wrong. Talking about allegiances, did I see a picture of Angus Gunn with a Scotland strip on when he was a young kid at the weekend? So, you know, if that's what's on people's minds, that, oh, he's, he, he picked us at too late a stage in his mm. career, then it's nonsense, really. It, we aren't yeah. good enough to, to turn our noses up at player like Angus Gunn I don't think you'll be alone Stevie that lots of Scotland fans wanted to see Xander Clark but I do, I do wonder now if we should have seen this coming I think Scotland played three friendlies last season Poland, Austria and certainly the Turkey one um, in November that was the perfect time to give Xander Clark or Liam Kelly a game and Stevie Clark didn't do it does that does that suggest that he maybe doesn't feel they're up to being number one? Well, he didn't. He didn't plan on Craig Gordon breaking his leg. And he did. You know what I mean, so you've got to prepare for every eventuality. That we know, and every coach knows that. But when you sit and look at it, that we know Scotland are going to spend a lot of the time with the ball in it. Yep. So they are not me know and dates. That we know that obviously the, the big man came on, impact player. Obviously set up McTominay, but I would, I would have put Christie up there. So I would have let me know. I see he's went me a five-man midfield. Obviously four at the back, compact and bring Spain in. Let me know, deny them areas to play the ball that are going to hurt us. Leave them in areas that mean not have got the ball and they can't do any damage. That's fair enough. But you just think, not mean we've got to play our strains, set pieces, corners and things like that. Not mean, and I know. It's great in there before somebody comes on and tries to shoot mm. me down. But you say to yourself, no, McGinn does all right for there. I would have played Patterson ahead of Hickey. So I would have let me know because you need more aggression in there. The wee boy, he was just getting shoved away the other place by the separates on Saturday. He didn't get stuck in. No, any time somebody touched him, he fell down. He was looking for no, the referee to feel sorry for him. We, we, don't, we don't play like that. Nobody. I think Aaron Hickey's shown he can mix it. You remember the viral mm. clip of him bashing Cristiano Ronaldo out the way? Remember mm, at the, yeah. the start of the Premier League season? Um, the upfront thing is difficult, Gordon, because we said even at the weekend, when we've got all our options fit and available, it's probably still the area of the pitch where we're a bit blunt. Mm-hmm. We need more. You then go and take an English Premier League player, and let's be honest, our best striker in Shea Adams, out of that equation... If it was blunt before it I don't know what word you would use to describe it We're encouraged, we're hopeful, we're positive Because Dykes came on and made a good impact yeah. Thereafter You're going to need Lauren Shankland of Hearts Who's just been called into the squad to come on Maybe You're going to need Jacob Brown of Stoke Who despite having quite a few caps We've seen literally nothing It feels like every odd sub-appearance he's made We've just not had the chance to really see him Um So that is going to be a tough area of the pitch for us, surely. Yeah, I, th- I think the decision was right tonight. You've you've got, like, say, Brown, you've got Shanklin coming into the squad. I like Shanklin, he's a good player. But I think Dykes was a stick on to start, especially when Adams goes back down the road to Southampton. You're right, Gordon. He came on at the weekend. He had a terrific cushion header for McTominay. Um, he's, he's, he's different for us because. 
if we're in trouble, and which we will be tonight, probably with Spain, we can play a longer ball up to him mm-hmm. and Christie and McGinn off him. He can obviously hold the ball up for us to get us up. Got to pitch. get that right, don't you? Because yeah. you don't is, want to be a long ball is there tonight. Sometimes a tendency when Lyndon Dykes plays, although he can be effective, is there a tendency to just always boom it towards him? And then if it's if for whatever reason, if the centre half does start winning some of the balls mm. or it's, people aren't getting close to him, it just becomes. I'm th- straight back at you I think I think the players have got to take responsibility in the pitch tonight There'll, There will be times when we can play that direct ball And there's nothing up with the direct ball Because we've seen Dykes at times can give defences trouble With the runners of McGinn, McTominay, Christie That can hurt defences But you're quite right in what you're saying We can't just use that ball all the time Because if you look in that mid-left park We've got McGregor one of the best mm-hmm. ball players going about. We've got McTominay will take it, McGinn will take it. We've got good footballers in there so we can we can mix it up tonight. And Mark, just quickly, it might still be at paper talk stage, but in the reports this morning that Steve Clark's also having a look at Jason Steele, the Brighton <laughs> yeah, keeper. Now, Brighton are going well to see if he you know, is an option. So I'm not saying he's never going to play Xander Clark or Liam Kelly. But there have been ample opportunity And if he's yeah. still looking at one more Might tell you he feels that for an international setup, we need we need more Yeah, I, I think you're right in that Every one of these reports No smoke without fire and all that That I think Steve Clark will be casting the net far and wide To see who he can get And rightly so, looking at the Premier League Best league in the world, most competitive league in the world If we've got someone there that can play for us Then it would be a mm. fool not to explore that avenue So he's doing the right thing, but you're right that doesn't make good reading for the other two in the squad. Thank you to Stevie. It is that time of the night already. We're getting closer to kick off, but if you think that game's big. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Come on down, it's beat the pundit time. Let's put one of you up against Mark Wilson or Gordon DL for a signed ball, which is great. But think of the bragging rights, the humiliation that you could dish out to one of these two if you beat the pundit tonight. You do need to call before seven o'clock. So don't hang around 01419511025 And we'll try our very best to get you on next Tackle the headlines 01419511025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here We're 42 minutes to be precise Away from kickoff at Hamden Scotland against Spain Three changes to Stevie Clark's side In come the likes of Lyndon Dykes Ryan Christie and Scott McTominay And eight changes in total for Spain Let's hope they're taking us lightly And hope that it backfires But anyway, we're building up to kick-off So what do you make of the teams? How are you feeling? Are you are you confident? Are you hopeful? Are people getting ahead of themselves By being confident and hopeful? That's been the theme of the call so far So if you want to add anything else, please do If you want to change the subject You can do that as well It was an incident-packed game and ending to the game between Rangers and Celtic women at Broadwood last night. So if you've got any thoughts, 01419511025, get your calls in, we'll do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. It's beat the pundit time. I think you two are banging trouble tonight. How? I've just looked Who to my left got? to see the name of the contestant and it I feel a bit a bit starstruck. Almost Is it uh, famous? He's one of the sort of Unsung heroes Of Clyde One Super Scoreboard 
What? It's the crazy pony You know the guy that sends all the teasers in So we really? don't know his real name It's like He's like a stage name So he's come on as the crazy pony He's come on as crazy First name crazy Surname pony <sighs> To take you on He's the guy that sends you all the, the trivia Oh, oh we're can't struggling it lose. Can't Banging, it banging trouble can't Pony how are you? Alright but Alright Roger Hannah was on the night Oh, are these two below you? Are they beneath you? Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm going to hang up, mate. I'm going to hang up. Oh, oh, that's Tony, a, the only word of advice I've got, you better not lose. Oh. I know, I'm under pressure, mate. <laughs> these two are I'm going to dig pressure. you out big time if you do. Uh, right, heads, it will be Mark Wilson, and tails, it will be Gordon DL. You look terrified. No, I'm trying to think to the Stepping accent. into the ring with Mike Tyson. Not at all. He's from Kincardin. Yeah. yeah, I could tell that. He's a Kincardin pony. Ready? Yeah. It's heads, it's Mark Wilson oh. hey, you're Come on, on pony. Your face has gone red already Oh, the pony Remind me to talk to you about your <laughs> charity game exclusion again at the weekend I want to pick up on that yeah. one and round off the <laughs> you know, round off the topic uh, Right, Mark, right, I'm going to give on. you some right. Get into play two to listen to uh, Mr Pony, you've got 30 seconds Just answer as many as you can If you want to pass and move on, that's fine, okay? Right, okay Right, let's go, 30 seconds starting now Who replaced Martin O'Neill as Celtic manager in 2005? Gordon Sackett How many league games Have Rangers lost Away from home this season One Who's the only Motherwell player In the Scotland squad Eh uh, Pass In what year did Scotland Last play Spain In a competitive fixture 2010 The only SPFL side Who play their home games In Dumfries Eh uh, Queen, Queen of South Which Other SPFL side Did Barry Robson Join Celtic from Dundee Who's the most capped Player in the Scotland squad Quick Nah, okay, time up Mark Wilson, can you hear us? Yeah, me Hi Eddie, how'd Pony do? not telling you, you ready? Okay We had to dig out an 11th and 12th question for him Ready? Right, go Who replaced Martin O'Neill as Celtic manager in 2005? Gordon Strang How many league games have Rangers lost away from home this season? One who is the only Motherwell player in the Scotland squad? Uh, oh, 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 pass. In what year did Scotland last play Spain in a competitive fixture? Oh, 2006. Name the only SPFL side to play their home games in Dumfries. Queen of South. From which other SPFL side did Barry Robson join Celtic? Uh, Dundee United. Who's the most capped player in the Scotland squad? Uh, it's got to be Cal McGregor. No, it's not. Pony, how do you think it went? I think he's beat me by one You think You think he's beat you by one I what? must admit Mark what Wilson Liam Kelly Honestly Liam Kelly No it's even Can I just worse. be honest about this <laughs> The game came up The See when Because <laughs> Wines came look, up on the telly I, I knew the po- oh. I knew the pony Is Obviously he's great With his trivia But it's harder When, when you're on the spot Did And he I heard his it? answer no, he, was, he was decent enough <laughs> I balled I, it I thought Mark Wilson I thought Mark he Wilson it. it was there for you <laughs> And I don't know If you took it I must oh, admit, no way. I'm really, I'm actually more disappointed in Mark's performance than anything. Well, let's there. hear the nah. answer. Uh, let's find it. Gordon Strachan replaced Martin O'Neill. You both said it. You both yes, got well it. Well done. Yeah, crazy. Easy. You both said that Rangers have lost once away in the league, but it's two. Two. You both passed on the Motherwell player <sighs> in the Scotland Kelly? squad, and it's Liam Kelly. That's shocking. You both got Scotland Spain wrong. It was 2011. 11. David Silva hat trick oh, and, and a proper a proper te- come on pony you're the teaser man Scotland scorer that night 
David, what was the question again? David Goodwillie. <laughs> what was the question again? Good Queen, You both got it. This is a tiebreaker. You both said Dundee United for Barry Robson, and you both got oh, it. Caps. Go and do me a favour, Mark Wilson. Look at the name on your hoodie. Oh, no, is it not Andy Robertson? Andy Robertson has got oh, 61 Scotland caps. Callum McGregor has oh, just had his 50. 50. Ah, Did the opponent pony have got that? Pony didn't get it yet. Oh, no! He panicked right at the end. <laughs> the oh, panicking pony! Oh, <laughs> pony. Oh, right, what are we on? Tiebreaker? The tiebreaker. Right. Oh, so you can listen, come pony. on. I'm going to ask the question I'll get Mark to write his answer down I'll then invite you to give me your attempt Okay Pony? Yes Good oh, man Right here, here is your question To the nearest year What is the average age of the current Scotland squad? Write it down Mark Wilson Doesn't take much thinking It's just a guess The average age of the current Scotland squad Okay Pony what are you going? 25 Pony says 25 25 Pony Mark Wilson says 28 The answer Is 27 <laughs> Mark Wilson's just <laughs> nicked it Oh okay when Pony boy 28 28 He was one out And the Pony was two <laughs> out pony. Uh, He's uh, lost by a nose You know what they say son The Pony has fallen Giddy up <laughs> Unlucky Pony Keep the teasers coming They'll keep up the good work Right, okay, right. Thank you very much. Good man, uh, the pony. Yes. There we are. You Always. can stick that in the CV, surely. Exactly. I right. just want to be proud of you. Right, I'll tell you what. what? You've done the pony. Mm-hmm. Let's get Curious Creature on Thursday and we'll nail him <laughs> as he well. He doesn't pretend to have football knowledge. I, he just writes I, fancy. I know, riddles. but we'll nail him and that'll be the two of them out Put of the bed. Yeah. yeah. No, I must admit. I'm, I'm pleased with that because <laughs> the pony knows his stuff. The pony, he's, he producer, doesn't know his stuff. Chris, he Googles <laughs> questions. Producer Chris has just buzzed in my ear and said that all of Curious Creature's answers will rhyme, which might not <laughs> work out. Just, I'll give him credit for that. That's the funniest thing you've ever said to me, Chris. Yeah. Uh, nice, Chris. Um, Somebody must have gave him that. 014195. Five one one oh two five. Good that victory, is yes. the number you need. I'm d- I- disappointed in you both there. Actually, I know. Oh, Liam Kelly. Robertson, Liam Kelly. I know. Terrible. No, the most disappointing thing was it shows the pressure does get to you. The team name, the, the lineup come up, and I'm trying to read it as quick as I can. No, the one I'd have got. The the really impressed you. I mean, I'll tell you because I, I read it today and I'd have really impressed you. The Spain one. Twenty uh, eleven. 2011 You can't remember Years are you I know But I read it today For some reason 2011 Mm. But the pony's done He's away It's good of you to bounce back though After your big snub At the weekend I must admit Mm. Having watched the footage Come in From the Celtic Liverpool Legends game This was a theme Of our conversation Last week Remarkable That that, you you know you, You Got overlooked Given some of the names That were in there Guys that had never even Played for Celtic before All the service you mm. gave That treatment table Dagger through the heart you couldn't even get yeah. The, the call Dagger through the heart Did right. it feel Honestly, bad to did watch it, yeah. <laughs> so I went into a, I was did in a college yesterday Speaking to some students And that was the opening line For one of them Anybody any questions Have uh, <laughs> we getting <laughs> 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 that legends team I love what we do I'm not in here for that This is my different job Don't talk to me about that That's what I wanted to say to him I must admit I've got good news for you though what? Oh you're getting picked for the next I'm one gonna cheer I'm going to I'm going to cheer you right up right. Is you getting picked for the next one? Don't be silly I, uh, That's not my decision to make I got dispatched to The Rangers Legends game To work on Sunday oh, And Papage. I've got the best news for you ever here Sass is asking for that Finally After all these years And I hope he's not listening I don't want to be too unfair And defend him 
But after all these years You'd catch Daniel Kuzan now I can tell you that for sure <laughs> Oh you'd catch him now alright Has he Has he overindulged a bit Has he in his retirement Look he's probably a good bit older than you right So Right That doesn't a- matter Age, age, age is, is nothing oh, do, you, well, like, do you want to take a walk round this side of the desk And have a look at this no, guy no, You're no. just Listen Hold on I'm He's, he's giving me a He's 46 Right, he's so not he's far ahead of me. Seven years. A decade year. older than you. Eight, 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 eight years um, older. But he destroyed you, didn't he? I <laughs> how you never get back with legends. No, 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 no. Papach, on the other hand, was looking slim. He'd Trim. Do, he'd do you. But, but Kuzan. I fancy you to catch him now. Oh, is he, have you got a picture of him there? Uh, not a current one. No, um, no, no. Well, I'll take g- great pleasure in that. Oh, I might have stick I've had to take I, over. I won't let you go that far. I'm not. I'm not going to allow you to look at a picture and and mock the man looking yeah. as you do currently, oh. as Gordon DL points out. But um, three stone light on him. Garden Bridge, this guy over here. Hold on. Why am I getting it then? Again, he he started this it's as a, a compliment know, to me. I feel like and the two years of I've not even seen Kuzan, but I'm taking. I bet him because I've seen this guy. What do you think you're? The glorified PE teacher standing here. I'm a wee bit of a bodybuilder type guy. A bodybuilder. Well, you can see the the biceps. I honestly think. A belly builder. It's your gut on you. It's taking you. It's taking you a while, right? But I do think you would catch him now. Yeah, well, I'm pleased at that because, you know, sleepless nights sometimes think they're brushing me aside. You know, it's funny, I just typed his name into Twitter to see what pictures could come up from the weekend. Your name come up. And then I found a tweet from the weekend that just says Daniel Kuzan is on and Mark Wilson's hiding in a cupboard somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the public never let you forget, do they? Superb. Anyway, right, 01419511025. Let's hear from Steve Clark on the challenge of Spain. You've always got to be well balanced behind your attacks. You don't want to overcommit. And against a team like Spain, you know that if you overcommit, you you run the risk of being picked off. So we have to be good and patient without the ball. But we also have to be very, very positive when we've got the ball. We have to be ready to be out, out of possession probably a little bit more than we were at the weekend, where we dominated possession. It might be a little bit different in this game, but it's important to stay patient and capitalise on the right moments. We like to think that here at Hamden we can cause Spain some problems. Let's bring in Stuart, who's in Rutherglen. Can we cause Spain problems, Stuart? Uh, I'd like to think so, um, especially in that uh, pitch, Gordon. And first of all, hi, panel, Gordon, Gordon, and Mark. Hi, Stuart. Hi, Stuart. Hello. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to think so. Um, but to be honest, looking at the, that's not this isn't my point. But looking at the park, it seems more suited um, to rugby rather than football. But um, the point I was um, going to make was I'm happy that Ryan Jack's not playing um, because against Cyprus I was hoping he was going to get taken off especially the way the pitch was um, cutting up um, we've got a big well I'm a Rangers fan so we've got a bigger game on um, the 30th I think it is the semi-final Um Alright, I thought Stuart was on, you know, to say I'm glad Ryan Jacks out. I think it's the right tactical move, but it's, this is more of just from a club selfish, selfish. perspective. Um which, by the way, I obviously get, but let's not miss the, the, the sort of reality here. Ryan Jack won't be happy he's been left out. And that's mm. the way that I know it's hard when you've got club allegiance on your on your mind all the time, as many of us do here. But like I said, Ryan Jack will be gutted to have been left out. He'd be loved to go and Test himself against Spain Try and be part of a famous result And he may well still do 
off the bench. But that's where you see the two differences, isn't it? Between that sort of, ah, why not, wrap them in cotton wool versus the reality if you're a player yeah. involved. I, I, I totally agree. I think Rangers fans will be delighted that he's he's not playing and doesn't run that risk. But as you said, he could come on. But for a personal point of view, you're right. Ryan Jack wants to play against Spain. Uh, everybody in that squad wants to play against Spain and if you're not and you're on the bench you you want to play a part and you know when your career's over you can talk about the games like Mark constantly talks about his games you can talk about the games and the players that you've played against throughout your career and, and whatever and, and there's none really bigger than Spain and um, this is a massive night for Scotland so of course Ryan Jack would want to be involved in that but Steve Clark just feels that this is a team tonight that mm. can you know, obviously go and get a result. See, I'd, if I was a Rangers fan, I'd be the opposite. I'd want Ryan Jack to play. He's missed some football through injuries. You want him to go into the game. If, if you're thinking ahead to the Celtic game, you want him to go into the game in peak condition. You get in peak condition by playing against top opposition and playing as many games as possible into that. Now, I get if it's a long season, Ryan Jack's played 50 odd games and you're thinking, well, he's, he's running on empty a bit. At the minute, you're wanting him to play. Against top opposition and go into that game peak sharpness. Yeah, having you know, you go back to Rangers and think, well, but I just mixed it against Spain. I I was handling yeah. myself against Spain. Bring on Dundee United and and everyone else. That you've got to be able to look at it that way, don't you? Hundred percent. There's no doubt that as a player, and especially Ryan Jack, I think Ryan Jack's having a, a terrific season. I think he's a big big player for Rangers. I know they're talking about his contract. I'd think it's a no-brainer. I'd be, I'd be tying him down. I think he's got lots to I think offer. Michael Beale agrees for what it's worth, yeah, doesn't he? Yeah, um, he's got bags to offer. I think him and Rask in, in the middle of the park are excellent together going forward. I think that's a a good uh, double act for Beale. But in the Scotland scene, I think he, you know, he come off at the weekend. He will feel a bit disappointed not starting tonight, but. It's all about a squad game and, and Steve Clark's analysed how Spain are going to play, how he wants his Scotland team to play and he's picked the, the 11 he feels that are best equipped for that tonight to start with. In the absence of any standout attacking options, Mark, I don't mean any disrespect whatsoever to Lauren Shankland or Jacob Brown and we know that we just don't have wingers, we just don't have any. Um, you know, James Forrest's international career's Taking a bit of a lull As is his club career There's no Ryan Fraser So into, There's not loads In terms of what you would consider Match winners on the bench So might it actually be That attacking changes for us tonight Should we need them Look like Nathan Patterson Replacing Aaron Hickey Or look like Ryan Jack Replacing someone and Or you know Scott McTominay Moving slightly further forward It might need to be something like that Isn't it? Yeah um, You know Not that glamorous on the eye When some of these names May come on But that may just signal A change of shape uh, We saw Parson coming on At weekend I thought he'd done Fine for his His limited involvement um, Gives you something different From Hickey But Ryan Jack May just come on And play an important part At a crucial time In the game You're right Attacking wise It is a worry London Dykes of course, we chatted about his illness that he's had previously, and when he came on, he's had limited minutes recently. So we might have to call on others. It's a position of the pitch that's been a problem for us for too many years now. That that's uh, it could be crucial, but it's going to be a squad game tonight. If you're wanting to beat one of the best teams in the world, and let's be honest, they are they're tenth, sitting tenth in the FIFA rankings, then you're going to need your full quota of players. 
Uh, thank you Stuart 01419511025 Actually got some backing For you on Twitter Which is remarkable ah, Ryan, yes. Keeney, Ryan Keeney said He went to the game In Liverpool Charity game or not Lee Naylor turned in One of the worst performances I've ever seen <laughs> Kept launching the ball Out the park Mark Wilson struggling If he's not getting The ball ah, See I would him. have kept it simple You know Keep it short Nails, nails loves that World Cup Got it short out of the And pitch. John Witherspoon <laughs> Is a Rangers fan And he is even backing you To have gone To have walked past Daniel Kuzan backwards He says um, uh, is it, uh, yes. John will take that but As a backhanded compliment He says it was a great day Anyway Get you a full time teaser And we're getting even closer To kick off next Taking your calls On Scottish football 0141 951 1025 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson And Gordon DL Are here It's 0141 951 It's Twitter At Clyde SSB Will we give the, the teaser A miss tonight Because we're going to need To yeah. check in on the game and stuff like that And I don't want to be just Running through your rubbish answers As the game Yeah and you don't um, is kicked off so well, well crazy pony He's in the, he's in the stables we'll, just we'll, now We'll bring it back uh, <laughs> he's Tomorrow out the road. Uh, Now obviously Scotland Is the, the big show in town tonight We've been building up to that However there are other stories That definitely um, Require us to Fit them in before the end Certainly Mark Wilson And an, a very Dramatic If that word even begins to cover it End to a game between Rangers and Celtic women last night It was 1-0 going into the 99th minute Non-eventful Celtic grab a 99th minute equaliser But it's really after the game where it all uh, Kicks off And now there's a, a police investigation The Scottish FA will be looking at it I'm sure Rangers internally And this is after um, Craig McPherson Who is the Rangers assistant um, Appeared to him a headbutt at Fran Alonso The Celtic head coach Now I know the way these things work Everybody's seen the video um, would you guess you need to tread slightly carefully because it, you know, could be a sort of criminal mm. matter. It's not yet to, to that extent, but police are, are sort of certainly aware of it and are going to investigate. So, um, but in general terms, how would you sum up your feelings and what you saw? Well, you, you said dramatic. Uh, it was appalling to to see because there really is no excuse. For the sort of things that we've witnessed And I get what you're saying Gordon You need to be careful Because investigation going on And we kind of say certain things on air At the minute But I mean It was so unbelievable to see how What could have sparked Craig McPherson To to firstly think He could do that To another uh, member of staff uh, and, and then get away with it Or why What prompted such um, stupidity well, for his part It wouldn't matter Would it what prompted uh, uh, no, it that, No no I, I, I certainly did not But what I mean is Sometimes you see incidents like this Take place in a football pitch Where there is a coming together And there's a disagreement And players will clash heads or touch heads And sometimes it can go a wee bit too far This seemed like a totally unprovoked incident Where Fran Alonso's walking away And Craig McPherson Obviously takes aim at him And comes from behind him Which is... You know Inexplicable mm. So It's going to be interesting To watch this one Because Certain standards Have to be Upheld And I think this, A statement I read today yeah. It falls well below um, Standards Quite worrying um, So interesting But Yeah Yeah oh. Scott's on the line Wanting to talk about That very thing What do you make of it Scott? Um, I, I was happy to be Watching the game last night I happened to see Obviously uh, Sky played it back Um Basically, I don't know why there's been no apology for Rangers FC, the management, the board, or anybody. There's no hearsay in this, guys. This is no something that we've seen, nobody's seen. This was put up in front of thousands of people, 
across Britain. Also in front of, I don't know what the crowd was last night, because it's hard to tell. You were 3,000 ballpark, that's very vague, but around about that. Well, I would have said that at least 60% of them are going to be kids last night, going by what you could see in the background. Yeah, they were. They've, they've seen this. They've seen this. That's nothing short of scandal. I've, I've run football teams over the years down in amateur leagues. We all know what the amateur leagues can be, let's just say, a bit rough, roughy-toughy. But not, not one time have I ever seen anything like that with coaching staff or off the park. Yeah, the odd raid voice, okay, the odd shouting and bawling, I was probably guilty of myself. But I've never seen anything like that before mm-hmm. in my life. And I just think, it, it, my, my, my problem with it is, this was clearly visible. Why, why is there nothing been done mm. at all by Rangers? This is not hearsay, as I said. This is in the open, videoed. It's conclusive. He's even done it. To me, he's been a coward because he, he headbutted him in the back of the head. That's cowardly. Yeah, I think, like I said at the start, I think you... I understand every every part of where you're coming from, but we're probably... We're 22 hours on. If that mm. uh, Rangers may well make a statement tonight, tomorrow, the next day. So the fact we've not had one in the first 22 hours, I, I, I just don't know the answer to that. I'm assuming there is an internal investigation going on. You would like to think so, yeah. um, and and therefore after that, and and again, what do the Scottish FA do? What do Police Scotland do? What do Rangers do? 22 hours on. I get why kind of it disappoints Scott, but I'm not overly surprised that 22 hours on we've not heard yet, yeah. Gordon. Um, I think, I, I, but but the the crux of Scott's point is surely something that any fair-minded person would agree with. There were so many kids there last night. It was the first ever SWPL league game uh, to be broadcast on Sky Sports. It was supposed to be about showcasing that and trying to grow it. And like, there's a really cynical side that says this probably got more. Coverage than Than if things had just You know gone to plan And, and played out in a friendly manner But that, that's not the point Obviously the image that's getting That's a, that's the sad thing about it for me Gordon We were promoting the women's game in Scotland Last night with two of our biggest clubs uh, As you say Crowdy 3000 there Kids going along probably for the first time uh, To watch a, an exciting game We should be talking about the football Celtic getting that late equaliser The excitement of the game But we're talking about an incident Now I'm not going to sit here and defend Craig McPherson at all because everybody in the game knows uh, knows Craig, knows he's a lovely guy, but it's undefendable. And I've got to say that it's disgusting behaviour. It's not behaviour we want in any game at all. Um, I think Scott's right in highlighting the fact that the younger generations uh, along there, that's not an example. When you are involved with any big clubs or any clubs at all, you set mm-hmm. the example and he certainly let himself down and everybody at Rangers. I think Rangers will certainly make a statement with this. Yeah, I mean, again, Mark, it almost, on one hand, it doesn't matter what the game is or what whether it's men's football, women's football, youth football, it, it doesn't doesn't matter, sort of, in, in the big picture. But then to some people it does, so I get what Scott's coming from. It It's particularly sad because it's a family environment. But then again, when you say things like that, that maybe suggests that Oh well it's fine then If there aren't kids there That's obviously not the message That, that we're trying to put across no. But there, there is something particularly Sad about that The, the way that it ended And the yeah. fact that You know it was well, Picked up let's, let's be honest The women's game It's it's getting coverage That it deserves now Sky picking it up The crowds are getting bigger They're trying to attract Different people to come along And see and last night mm-hmm. Was a perfect example of that The hard work that went in 
to, to getting those crowds along Now we get them there And you want to display The best possible behaviour And the best ability on the pitch That Daz is right We come away saying Wow What a dramatic game A 99th minute equaliser Great By the way mm-hmm. I'll go back and watch it again And I'll take my kids Along with me again Now if you're seeing Scenes like you seen Craig McPherson last night Then going and headbutting The Celtic manager in the back of the head Then you're thinking twice about it It's not a great example To say yeah. at all and, look, and that's me being kind I get the frustration Of people who want this To then become sort of um, You know Wall to wall Criticism Condemnation And that's fine You can do that You can criticise And you can condemn But it's also important For us just to, to stick To the facts To a point And again I, I do I appreciate where You're all coming from At home And, and that's annoying But for instance Police Scotland There's a Statement Inquiries to establish Any criminality Are at an early stage I mean that's it Right So mm-hmm. Not much more we can add on that Scottish chef A's Compliance officer Is going to look At the incident um, There was a statement Was it from Celtic as well um, Talking about it being We understand the matter Is now being investigated It will be up to all Relevant authorities To take any appropriate action So Whilst everybody's seen it And everybody's got Their own thoughts on it Pretty tough well, not only tough, just daft of us to sort of prejudge any investigation. Whether that we can't suggest what Rangers should do no. or what the Scottish FA will do, but you'd I assume they'll do it, something. It's frustrating for people when they hear the word investigation, and you're thinking it's know, not going to take Sherlock that, Holmes like to say, solve this 20, one, is it? Twenty-two hours on, isn't it? And I, again, I totally get it. I do. Um, Fran Alonso, Mark, I was there. I was working for Sky at the time, and it was, it was all happening very quickly, and um, a lot going on. He. Gave the interview In case people haven't seen it Saying someone pushed him from behind I never talked to him the whole game I was called a little rat But I don't know why um, At the time Malky Thompson said He hadn't seen it Incidentally I hadn't seen it at that point either When I was You know Asking Malky Thompson about it And um, It just It just You can understand why The full incident's just Soured everything Because yeah. It was a, such a dramatic End to the game And a big Result for the title race And by the way Glasgow City They'll be lost in all this They'll have been loving it They'll have been Rubbing their hands together At seeing both of the, their Nearest rivals Hold each other To a point yeah. of peace um, And that's the bit That, that we got to, got to say, lost. You mentioned Fran Alonso there Got to give credit To Fran Alonso For the way he conducted himself After it You know And we've all seen the videos He's on there Congratulating both sets of players And what was a magnificent game And then Even when the incident happened to then, you know, keep his cool to a certain extent, not to react in the way some may have reacted, and then to go live on TV and sort of laughingly try and shrug it off. I think that takes a lot for for someone to do that because emotions must have been high in him at that time then to, to suffer something like that. But to shrug it off and kind of say, well, I, I, I don't know why, and we'll, we'll, we'll kind of move on, is credit to him how he handled himself. Yeah, I mean... From my understanding last night I don't think Fran Alonso personally Was intending on Escalating it And taking it further from, from his personal point of view And I should stress that, that that may obviously have changed by now And it also is not only up to him You know, Like I said, regardless of what Fran Alonso thinks Police Scotland can carry out their investigation The Scottish FA can carry out theirs And, and Rangers you'd like to think are doing their internal work as well So um, Worth repeating slightly I get Scott's frustrations But th- there's going to be An element of watch Watch this space On, on this one Oh 100% This is not finished By a long long way I know that uh, Some fans out there Are frustrated That there's not been A response And 
maybe they're looking at Craig coming out for an apology as well. I'm sure all that will happen. I agree with Mark. I watched the incident. I thought uh, Fran Alonso handled it very well because you could get caught up in that. But tempers could have really flared up there and it could have turned into real nasty scenes. Um, it's not acceptable. It's, it doesn't matter what football, what level. That's not acceptable. And especially with the clubs the size that you're dealing with, a Rangers mm. club... You are you are leading by example in these clubs. There are a lot of eyes on you. You've got mm. to behave responsibly. And unfortunately, the Rangers coach didn't mm. do that. Yeah, I mean, the SWPL statement as well. This incident's been investigated by Police Scotland and the Scottish FA. The SWPL won't make any further comment at this time while investigations are ongoing for the what feels like the 10th time. I completely get why as a fan that that's like sort of frustrating, Mark, and you want your... Justice if you call it that Either way you want it now And you want it immediately We're not a day on yet no. And we're probably just going to have to To take stock yeah. And yeah. I know that's tough Social media is awash with lots of opinions And rightly so um, But but that is the reality of it Yeah of course And I think this will be dealt with swiftly uh, uh, we're, You keep mentioning it We're pretty short uh, time away from the actual incident So I think over the next few days you'll see um, some action on this, whether that be from the club or the police or whoever else is is involved in this. There will be action taken, um, and I don't think it'll linger on. I don't think it's one of these that'll be months down the line. I think because it's so prominent, so visible for well, everyone. That's the other interesting. I don't know if that's the right word, but we are, you know, if there, if there are any disciplinary, you know, kind of fast track issues in, in the men's game or whatever, we're used to the way that works and the sort of time frame and how it comes out and when it comes out. I don't think we've seen stuff like this really um, in the men's game either, but I can't think of any high profile disciplinary issues that have, you know, made such waves um, from the women's game. So I, I don't, I'm assuming it's a similar disciplinary procedure in terms of Time frame or whatever But actually don't, just don't have much to compare it to Well you would think if, if there hasn't been much uh, And I can't remember any either You think they would want to make an example of this And show that they're right in the ball with us And deal with it as swiftly as possible uh, Okay we are fast approaching kickoff at Hamden The teams are in the tunnel We'll go back to the National Stadium next Number one for football in Glasgow and the West the National Stadium and just listen to the atmosphere here ahead of Scotland taking on Spain in this Euro 2024 qualifier I think there's always different ways 
of showing just how big a game is. One of those is that this press gantry is absolutely packed at the moment. The main Spanish television broadcaster just sitting alongside me, former Juventus Bilbao striker Fernando Llorente is there, former Barcelona and Chelsea fullback Albert Ferrer is there as well. And there is just a feeling that this is an absolutely massive game. And as well, down in the media room, the full-time whistle went between Georgia and Norway and there was a real air of optimism about the place. It's obviously still really early in this campaign, but the result, that one-all draw, just the potential of what that result could mean going forward. It could give the crowd and the players a lift tonight ahead of this game. You look at the Spain team as well, eight changes for them from the weekend. You'd say as a weaker side than the one that beat Norway. That will give people some hope, although I was watching them in the warm-up, the speed of their possession drills, their rondos. It was still absolutely frightening. So uh, Scotland are certainly in for a big test here tonight. I'll run you through the team news. Steve Clark has made three changes from the side that beat Cyprus at the weekend. Out go Ryan Jack, Stuart Armstrong and the injured Shea Adams. In comes Scott McTominay, Ryan Christie and Lyndon Dyke. So it's going to be Angus Gunn continuing in goal. The back three, Ryan Porteous, Grant Hanley and Kieran Tierney. It's Aaron Hickey at right wing back. Andy Robertson at left wing back. Scott McTominay, Callum McGregor, the holding midfielders, John McGinn and Ryan Christie will try and support Lyndon Dykes as much as they can. The substitutes, Kelly, Clark, Patterson, Shankland, Hyam, Gilmore, Cooper, Armstrong, Ferguson, Brown, Jack and McLean for Spain it is Chelsea goalkeeper Kepa Arita Balaga that's in goal for them the back four Pedro Porro David Garcia Inigo Martinez and Jose Gaia it is then the two holding midfielders Rodri and Mikel Marino in behind the striker Jeremy Pino Danny Ceballos and Mikel Oyazabal and it is Hosolu up front for them the substitutes Sanchez Raya Nacho Laporte Morata Ruiz Gavi Iglesias Aspas Williams Carvajal and Zubamendi Listen to the noise at Hamden. This crowd know they are in for a huge game tonight. I can't wait for it. 50,000 in here can't wait for it. And we are just underway at Hamden. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Goal flashes with Clyde Built Home Improvements. Buy now, pay nothing till 2024. I was doing alright today And now I'm very jealous Very very jealous To be stuck in here Looking at you two Whilst 50,000 plus Andrew McLean At Hamden To witness what we hope Will be a night That lives long in the memory For all the right reasons Mark Wilson It's going to be an incredible test Eight changes or not These are possession masters And uh, we are going to be Bang up against it But hopefully Hopefully We can get the job done yeah, exactly that It's going to be a tough night It's going to be a long night And maybe frustrating For some of the, the fans along at Hamden Because we're going to get have to get used to Not seeing a lot of the ball with our side But I believe if we can hang in there And quieten Spain down for the opening stages Then we have got the firepower And the height on our side To trouble them at set pieces And get a goal that way I think we could sneak a draw tonight I think it could be 1-1 yeah, I'm going for uh, I'm going for a positive draw. Um, what I do like, I've noticed right away in the caption, it's not McGinn dropping in as a three. It's the same formation, three four two one, with McGinn and Christie playing either side, just uh, behind Dykes. Great Early chance, Lyndon Dykes, left-footed volley, just blocked away, and as Andy Robertson tries to probe, and I think Gordon, I'm not going to base everything on one. 
uh, ball up the pitch But it does remind you though That these top teams can do a bit of everything Because the first one goes high to Dykes For him to try and flick it on And the centre-back beats him to it You know, there's mm-hmm. this sort of hope sometimes That, ah, you know, we can do that And, you know, win every one of them Hopefully he wins more often than he, than he doesn't But it just as a, it's a reminder That these top teams have got a bit of everything Of course they have uh, That's why they're world-class players, Gordon But I think that if we've got Dykes up top We've got to use them at times He's got to be what we call an option. We can't just look for a long ball all the time because these guys are world-class defenders. They'll know when to drop off. They'll know when to go and win the, the headers. We've got players in the middle of the park that are comfortable on the ball. So we've mm. got the options there, which is good. Bit of a nervy pass there from Ryan Porteous right out the pitch because I was going to say, actually, we had, you know, up until that point, I know it's a couple of minutes in, but... Happy enough to keep it at the back and, and take her time and knock it around Ryan Porteous just over-egged one out towards Aaron Hickey And it went out of play for a throw-in So two and a half gone And actually Spain <sighs> Sitting off Scotland a bit, Mark the, A mid-block, is that what you call this? I, I think so I think mm, when you, you compare it to the game against Cyprus Where they just had everybody behind the ball You could see their four Spanish players Sort of on the front foot ready to press and I think that could be good for us if we find that pass through to McTominay or McGregor that Daz was talking about, comfortable on the ball and get turned, then gaps open up. We need to then exploit that when we go forward and be better in the final third than we were at the weekend. But yeah, just talking about Portis here. Well, I mean, you think of the six months or seven mm-hmm. months that Could Ryan Portis been, yeah. has had. What a change in that boy's career. You know, he's he's got the head down, he's screwed the nut, he's been rewarded by international caps and now he's up against Spain in a Euro qualifier. So it may... May just have to pinch himself sometimes, but he passed one at the pitch here. I just have to say it's early doors, and I know I get you obviously had a go at me, right? But I've looked at Spain only three, four minutes on the clock. Early doors, they're getting the ball forward quickly. Now, the great Spain team with mm-hmm. the great players in the middle of the park would pass you off the yeah. park. They look like they've looked at this and thought, we're going to go, you know, mm-hmm. forward quickly. We'll be patient when we have to be I know that you're looking at that ball again Gordon That's got to be frustrating We can't keep doing that Because we'll play right in Spain's hands If we keep thinking we're going to lump up to Dykes And again and Christie's got to win the second ball Won't happen I think the centre-halves now won both Mark There was one that they both missed So I don't think that counts Um, I'm not saying it's a hugely um, important stat That you have to count I won't do it all night But just you know, sometimes you get an indicator because it feels good at the start of a game when the ball goes up to Lyndon Dykes and you know he's got the the jump on the man that he's up against. But that's a couple that have yeah. been well defended. Well, you got to recognise it in game. You know, in game management, we're always going on about that and how experienced players can see that right away. Now, if we've done it a couple of times, then even though the manager sometimes will probably say get it up to Lyndon Dykes early on, you can clearly see that the Spanish are well capable. of Handling themselves at the back So mm-hmm. I'd like to see his use Our talent in the middle of the pitch You know We've got Real good players in there Really comfortable You know Play through them Yeah that's really well doing. done From yeah. Scotland That's a really good period Won it back well Kept it under Pressure from five different Spain midfielders And work it all the way out To the other side now Out to Andy Robertson So that's exactly what Scotland are Looking for Just in terms of confidence Need to now try and do something um, up the pitch in the opposition half, and again, nice just coming back into McGregor. He goes playing like Spain here. Yeah, I <laughs> think I think people underestimate our team. I think we've got players in a footballing capacity. I think yeah, we've got players right. that can do that. 
You know, McGregor comfortable on the ball. McTominay comfortable. McGinn can take it in. You know, we've got good players that can pass it. Tierney, Rob. We've got decent players. We just need to be patient. Yeah. yeah. I like this. See, going from side to side, from Robertson back to Tierney, out the other side to... Nearly. To Hickey and back Because what you're doing is You're moving that Spanish midfield Now all you're waiting for Is one of them just to say Oh well it's going to go backwards inside And bang We're through We have McGregor pass Or a McTominay mm-hmm. into McGinn That's what we're waiting for Yeah nice clip ball down the line A moment or two ago From Tierney to Robertson And Robertson just tried to take that first touch And take it beyond the defender Which just didn't quite come off But it was a A nice idea And Scotland do still have it Six on the clock um, And I think you can see Mark The pitch is it's going to be just the same really as it was I mean if this is at six minutes in It doesn't look brilliant right now It's going to get worse So that might suit Scotland It might you know, stop Spain playing there Oh and there is There's a slip oh, from Spain And it's cut back Scott McTominay And oh! Scotland lead against Spain at Hamden Six and a half minutes And it's that man again He's a goal machine for Scotland mm. Scott McTominay With the left foot this time It sneaks under the Spain goalkeeper And Hamden is rocking Gordon DL Well I said that Six o'clock tonight It's all about confidence What a start we look good Early doors We're passing the ball about Mark you quite rightly said it We look like the Spanish side That everybody talks about We get a bit of luck They would do the, the defender slips here Robertson pounces on it But I've got to say something What a pick out that is For the captain Brilliant What a pick out that is From Robertson And to be fair McTominay obliges Left foot Gives the goalkeeper no You're chance You're not complaining mm. about the Hamden pitch anymore Mark Wilson Oh of course not I mean slippery <laughs> underfoot We were all complaining that people slipping But there you go Spanish right back But Daz is right I didn't even see the pass from no, Andy Robertson I'm looking at Dykes who's in yeah. the middle And I'm thinking Just play it across But McTominay Arriving late in the box Gets it in target That's all you need to do that, And it takes that, a nick That is the importance Gordon I know it sounds a bit simple But it's left footed It's not his favoured foot It's not a brilliant connection But he's taking his chance It takes a nick off the defender Wrong foot's the goalkeeper And Scotland leads Spain By a goal to nil Long may it last you could not have dreamt of all those 50,000 and everybody watching TV going along there tonight thinking, you know, got to be a good start, settle into the game, 1-0 after 7-8 minutes. Absolutely brilliant. Confidence. What's he got? Three goals in about 15 minutes? Yeah. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah, that's a bad he, contribution. Listen, he's a big game player. That's why he's been brought in for. You're talking about energy tonight. Well, he's Where not a known goal scorer, though, no, it has no, to but, be said. But I think he's been given that... You know, uh, freedom to go and support in the box. I've got to get back to it. I'm totally with Mark here. I was watching it and I'm thinking, who's he going to pick out? Dice. I did not see that pass from Robertson. World class. Brilliant. Hope we've not angered them, Mark Wilson. That would be my mm. only concern. Yeah, that's, sometimes that's just years have been scarred <laughs> by this stuff. Yeah, sometimes these teams, you know, just waking up need something to give them a jolt. I hope it's not that, but. No, even there where they come and attack, I think we're we're looking pretty solid. Let's hope that it keeps going in this vein for the rest of the game. Yeah, start. yeah, yeah, look, I I think a lot of people were kidding. Oh, Spain will beat us four five now. The game's different now. We're different. We've got a better outfit. We've got better players. Oh, and that's confidence. brilliant from John McGinn. So much strength. Uh, really well done. Just shrugs his marker to the to the floor to the ground. And uh, oh, Scotland come away. This is really good stuff. This from Scotland. That's surely a foul, but we get the 
um, advantage I think with Ryan Christie and Aaron Hickey tell me he's not offside oh, yeah. you've got to have Aaron. I don't know why Christie I don't know why Christie <coughs> plays that past him he's clearly offside he knows he's offside the only compliment but I can give Mark we're Spain in blue we're so past, far we're, we're past, winning this tournament we're passing out <laughs> about like the business. so far so good and I'm sorry we need to leave you but the good thing is no matter what happens and we are on course for one of the Famous nights at Hamden But there's a long way to go It's only 10 minutes gone Scotland won Spain nil, Thanks to that Scott McTominay goal Early on And whatever happens Whether it's memorable For all the right reasons Whether it takes a downward turn from here We certainly hope it's the former We look back on it all tomorrow It could be a show for the ages So make sure you join us 01419511025 At 6 o'clock Former Scotland international Simon Donnelly Alongside Roger Hanna And in the meantime Callum Gallagher is up next